0: Good morning, and welcome to the news at Morning Mixtape. It's Friday, October 20th.
1: I'm your host, Anna Giselle Singh.
0: And I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti.
1: Reporting for MET Radio 1280 AM in Toronto.
0: Here are the headlines for today.
1: Hospitalizations for COVID-19 in Canada are the highest they've been since last winter. Greta Thunberg has been charged after demonstrating outside a fossil fuel conference. A New Brunswick premier is being asked to apologize for making transphobic remarks. And in Colorado, a funeral home is under fire for improperly storing dead bodies.
0: Then we'll hear from Samina with the latest segment of Turn the Page.
1: Now to the news. Across Canada, COVID hospitalizations have been rising all autumn. A new study by the Public Health Agency of Canada shows a significant rise in COVID-19 cases in the past month. They say just over 10,000 cases were reported in the first week of October. CTV reports that just over 3,000 hospital beds nationwide are currently in use for COVID cases. Those rates have not been that high since last winter. CTV says that since reporting to public health is inconsistent, the numbers may not show the whole story. They also say the testing has become a less common practice, which can also skew the data. The data does show that less of those hospitalizations for COVID occupy ICU beds, which could mean less people are becoming severely ill from COVID. An expert in emergency medicine at UBC told the press that while infection rates aren't as high as 2020 or 2021, they can still be an issue for, quote, an already strained healthcare system. As infections rise, new COVID boosters are also becoming available to Canadians in the coming weeks. cp 24 reports that Ontario priority groups will be given first access to this fall's COVID vaccination campaign. This includes seniors, pregnant people, kids between four and six, and Indigenous community members. They say along with fixed vaccination locations, mobile clinics will also offer COVID and flu shots to those in shelters and retirement communities. 700 pharmacies will also have vaccinations on hand for high-risk populations before they become available to all Ontarians. CB24 says that all Toronto residents will be eligible to get an updated COVID shot on October 31st. They say that just under 10,000 appointments will be made available this fall for those who want an updated vaccine. All shots are free for Ontario residents. In London, climate activist Greta Thunberg has been charged with public order offense following her arrest at a protest. The CBC says that Thunberg was arrested for demonstrating outside a conference for an oil and gas company. She was one of the 26 people charged after gathering outside the forum. London police told press protesters tried to block access to the hotel that hosted the conference. In videos from the demonstration, protesters can be heard shouting, quote, oily money out, unquote. The CBC says the chief executives of Shell and other large oil companies are featured speakers at the London conference. According to the CBC, Thunberg was held at a police station until she was released on bail that evening. The evening standard says that this is the second time Thunberg has been arrested, although she has been removed from a scene by police three times. All three police encounters happened at protests for climate justice. New Brunswick's premier is facing calls to apologize from both opposition parties after making transphobic remarks to reporters. According to Global News, Premier Blaine Higgs told the press that educators are teaching children to, quote, lie to their parents, unquote. Higgs' statement was in reference to the anti-trans One Million March for Children nationwide protests in late September. Global News says Higgs participated in the protest on September 20th outside New Brunswick's legislative building. They say he spoke with protesters on removing 2 LGBTQ plus inclusive content from the classroom curriculum. New Brunswick's Liberal leader denounced the Premier's actions on, to the press this Wednesday. Susan Holt called for Higgs to apologize, saying, quote, You are creating mistrust between parents and teachers, and you are undermining the education system, unquote. When asked by reporters to share his thoughts on policy 713, Higgs wouldn't give a direct answer. Policy 713 in New Brunswick makes it mandatory to respect students' chosen name and pronouns in schools. Global News says that Higgs adapted Policy 713 this June to require parental consent if children wish to use a name or pronoun that is inconsistent with their assigned gender. Higgs said, quote, I don't believe that our educational system should be teaching kids to be untruthful with their parents, unquote. Both the Liberal and Green parties are asking Higgs to apologize to teachers. Experts and queer community groups in New Brunswick are speaking up on the issue. They say it violates youth's charter rights along with the Human Rights Act. In Colorado, almost 200 decaying corpses have been taken out of a funeral home. According to CTV, the bodies weren't stored properly and discovered around two weeks ago. Authorities say they checked out the scene after receiving a call about a, quote, abhorrent smell, unquote. The return to nature funeral home is just outside of Denver. CTV says their registration expired over a year ago. The number of bodies found keeps changing as the investigation continues. Local families are being notified as the bodies are identified. CTV says that a team from the FBI has also been deployed to help gather up the remains. The team is usually sent to scenes of mass casualty like plane crashes.
0: That's everything for the news. Thank you, Anna Giselle, for the headlines. Now, we have our latest segment of Turn the Page with Samina. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Happy October. You know what that means, don't you? A special holiday that takes place during the season. It's Canadian Library Month. A time libraries and library partners across Canada raise awareness of the valuable roles libraries play in the lives of Canadians. This year's theme is Libraries for Life. More than just a place to find books, libraries promote cultural awareness, engage in the community, provide educational programs, support freedom of expression, and so much more. This week is extra special because it is Ontario Public Libraries Week. Take a stroll through the stacks, run your fingers along the spines, pick a book at random and unearth a story. In 1933, Althea James is a guest of Joseph Goebbels' cultural exchange program. She falls in love with Berlin, with its markets, architecture, and citizenry. Experiencing her first real taste of freedom, she has never seen anything like this in rural Maine. Althea has just become a successful debut author. Unfortunately, she becomes a center of attention at each party. Her liaison is a dashing, flirtatious, and incredibly handsome German professor, Diedrich Mueller. A chance encounter with American actress Dev Charles leads Athela to another part of the city, where people are outspoken against the government and question the status quo, as well as other issues, including people who are connected to the resistance. Three years later in Paris, Hannah starts to feel the shift in France as people flee from the war. Too many Nazi sympathizers and anti-Semitism for Jewish Hannah to feel safe. She finds refuge in the German library of burned books. She quickly learns after the violent revolt and outspoken protesting about how easily dissenters can be silenced. She realizes she must keep fighting to shift the perspective in France. On a day in New York in 1943, Vivian Child's life changes when she receives a telegram that her husband Edward has been killed in action. His last letter arrives a few days later telling Vivian how much she loved the volumes of books she mailed to him. Vivian decides to continue the tradition by sending books to the men who served with Edward. The title of the book is The Librarian of Burn Books. The author is Brianna Labuskies. This is my first book by Brianna, and as you've learned from my previous recommendations, I'm a fan of books about books and libraries. Brianna was inspired by the true story of the Council of Books in wartime, the World War II organization founded by booksellers, publishers, librarians, and authors to use books as weapons in the war of ideas. This is a wonderful story about an unknown and overlooked portion of the era. It also emphasizes the importance of turning written thoughts into physical actions. As much as we enjoy reading books by familiar authors, genres, and subjects, reading dissension challenges our preconceived notions. Never stop reading. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library, and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore.
1: Thank you for listening. Happy reading. That's all we have for you today. I'm anna Giselle Singh,
0: and I'm Gabriel Hilty, reporting for Met Radio, 12:80 a.m. in Toronto. We'll be back on Monday.